Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Tamar Hermes. Tamar, your website is wealthbuildingconcierge.com. I love that brand. Um, and Tamar, you are a uh, real estate investor and coach. You've got a huge, uh, well, portfolio uh, of your own, uh, but you're also impacting the lives of other great, I would imagine, new investors, folks that uh, really need uh, or could value from your mentorship. But thank you, Tamara, for, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to talk about investing and how we can use our our revenue and our businesses to start creating an additional funnel, which is, which is real estate investing and how effective that can be for creating generational wealth and a secure income, even if there are ebbs and flows in, um, in our business income and in our company income. So particularly, uh, a couple of things, I, I've got a lot I want to talk about. <laughs> I love having experts because I, I get to ask you all these questions. Um, but um, let's start by talking about why now. Let's, you know, we're recording this, you know, it's getting on August 2022. Obviously, things change, things evolve, you know, Fed makes announcements, uh, markets uh, can, can, can adjust. But based on our best understanding of where we are today, uh, why is now a great time to be looking into real estate? So I always say that it is always a great time to be looking at real estate. The, uh, the sage advice is, when was the best time to buy real estate 20 years ago? When's the second best time? Today. And it's always true, especially when we have fluctuations in the market, this time is more exciting than ever. Unfortunately, there have been a lot of shocks in the market with interest rates climbing, which knocks a lot of people out of the market because they can't afford the interest rates and we have high property taxes. There are a lot of variables that make it challenging. We've also had this 13-year upswing in the real estate market, so prices have been increasing and increasing and increasing, and there's likely some people that have gotten into the game and maybe overshot a little. Maybe they bought too high. Maybe the Airbnb that they thought was going to make them a ton of money slowed. We've seen Airbnbs also, their numbers have, have calmed down quite a bit in the last few months. And what it does is it creates new opportunity, right? So when we have people leaving the needing to sell, then we have opportunities for people with cash on the sidelines to buy. 
there's always opportunities. Even as the market was climbing, there were opportunities. It's a matter of being focused. It's a matter of realizing what the opportunity is in real estate, which is that you can build wealth, that you can have passive income, that you can uh, leave these legacies with step-up in basis and save a generational wealth. Uh, for your for your family and uh, there's just benefits upon benefits tax benefits it just goes on and on real estate is just uh, for me the most exciting place to build wealth and 90% of millionaires are made here so I'm not alone. Yeah. Um, so you had mentioned several different strategies. Um, so do you have a, I mean, do you have a preference in terms of like, do you say, well, I think your best bet is to buy multifamily. No, I think you should invest in properties that would make great Airbnb rentals. Or are you a fan of fix and flip? Are, are, where are your philosophical leanings? It's such a great question. And it, it really is one of the reasons why a lot of people don't get into real estate because it's overwhelming and the confused mind does nothing. And it leaves us with too many options. However, it is important to understand all those options, which is why I wrote the book, The Millionaire's Mentality, A Professional Women's Guide to Building Wealth Through Real Estate, so that people, women, mostly because I wrote my book for women, but also men look at the different options that you just mentioned. Those are just four of the many ways you can invest in real estate and figure out what works for you based on your risk tolerance, based on your portfolio, based on your connections, based on the kind of lending you can get. All of those things are going to are going to come into the mix and there's going to be a strategy that you can move forward with. So I started buying a duplex 35 years ago. And the reason why I bought that was because I wanted to lower my bottom line from paying rent. I wanted to stop paying rent and I wanted a tenant. So I did that on a smaller scale. I bought a duplex. There's people that go out when they're starting multi multifamily or they want tenants and they'll buy 10, 20 units just starting out. So it just depends. My risk tolerance wasn't there. I was like, let me, let me put my toe in the water. Let me get going on this and see how I feel. And then from there, I was able to build and build. And now I've, I'm in a million different strategies and I think they're all wonderful. I also think that if you don't have time which is a huge resource and a huge, uh, a, a huge uh, question that we need to ask ourselves as entrepreneurs because time is just, it just keeps getting away from us. So one of the things that you can do is, there's, is, is invest passively. And when you invest passively, what you're doing is you're finding somebody that's an expert that has resources and deals and access to finding deals and putting them together on experience and giving them your money and getting a substantial return is usually anywhere from eight to up to 20% average annualized return. So it's quite a good return. Wow. And yeah, and I feel like it's a lot more stable than anything you get in the uh, in the stock market, which you know, yeah. obviously, you know, returns over time. Are, are decent, although you have to deal with the volatility and stomach that, and it nope. doesn't feel that great. That's not my stomach. <laughs> You know, and I got to tell you, um, Tamar, um, for me too, I, I I love investing in like tangible things. Like I, I like investing in things that I, I feel like I've got some connection with what my money is doing. So for me, and again, I'm only talking for myself, like me just throwing money into some fund and then looking at it and go, okay, yay, I made 
more money. I mean, cool, but still like that just doesn't, I don't know. It just, I don't know if you deal with like investors like me who are like, I, you know, I want to be doing something more than just earning a small ROI on this money. You know, we, we'll talk about tax strategies and all that other stuff, but, but can you, would you mind addressing? Cause I know particularly you work in working with women um, I'm wondering, will we get into the gender thing? It's just like, I got, boy, I got three questions all lined up for you here. We'll get to them. Let's start with emotion first. The, the kind of the thing that I talked about. Yeah. So what you're talking about is having a connection with the return. So in other words, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Tesla. So obviously my husband and I bought some stock in Tesla several years ago, and that did extraordinarily well. So that would be one place where we kind of connected. We connected with the, the mission. We connected with the, the kind of car that was offered, right? So we have a connection to that. Honestly, a lot of, I would say for the majority of people, they're looking for returns. They're looking for great returns. They're looking for returns they can understand. And they're not really that attached to having a connection to make, you know, when, when I say, you know, eight to 20% annualized return, a lot of people are like, great, sign me up, teach me, educate me. Let me make sure that, that it makes sense to me. Let me make sure I feel good about this. And then they're happy to have their money working for them because the truth is most of us are working so hard on mission and drive and growing our companies you know, to have, to put in a few hundred thousand where it's making eight to 20% annualized, where you don't have to do anything is like, I personally wouldn't, I don't need to know anything else. Yeah. And, and so here's question number two, let's talk about all of your work, uh, particularly with women. Uh, and what are some of the gender considerations that um, someone might be, be really interested to learn about. So maybe it's the, um, you know, the, uh, the advantages uh, to maybe a culturally or historically culturally um, feminine perspective uh, to real estate investing. I'd love your take on this. Yeah. So I do have really strong feelings about this. We're still 90% uh, of millionaires are made through real estate. 30% are women. Right. And a lot of times I get the question, well, why aren't there more women? Well, I always say, look, you know, we couldn't even vote not that long ago. We couldn't buy real estate. I mean, it was completely archaic. And now that we can, we're starting to figure it out. Although it's been real estate has been uh, been um, explained to us as risky and uh, and and uh, something that you that you leave to the experts or something for other people, not for you. It doesn't. It wasn't ever ever mainstream until maybe a, lot, a few years ago, where people started really realizing, "Hey, I can do this." Uh, so the truth is, is that when we're women are cautious and uh, men are too. I mean, there's a lot of men that don't buy real estate because of the same reasons, but women even more so like to evaluate, like to think about it. And when we are kind of feeling like, hey, we can really lose our shirt on this, we're a little more tentative about the choices we make. Now, that said, once we realize how to mitigate risk in real estate, I believe that we have an advantage over men. And that is that real estate is a very social interaction. There are more real estate agents that are women than men. I don't know the statistic on that, but there are more. And, uh, and what happens is that because it's relational, because like, let's say, you know, you have a great deal, Josh, 
and I have a great connection with you. I've established a relationship with you and I'm calling you and I'm taking you to lunch. And I know you've got this big uh, multifamily that you, that you need to sell and that you're ready to get rid of. And that, you know, you want to sell it to me because you have a relationship with me and you want to do business with me because you trust me. And so these are the kinds of things that women really excel at. We excel at communication. We excel at connecting. It's just, a, it, it's just something that's well known about our personalities and we're the nurturers, we're the mamas. That, that's just something that we're, we're really good at. So I think that's one way in which we really have an edge. Uh, and then in terms of our challenge has to do more with the fact that, that because it is known as a boys club or we've been kind of told like, let's leave that for the men traditionally we are uh, we are trained to be a little more tentative in that arena although i believe that that's changing and that's part of my mission is hey let's change that there's no reason why we can't have wealth there's no reason why we can't build opportunities for our families and build the legacies and be the leaders and uh and own lots of properties yeah. Um, and, and of course, naturally, I want to also have you share about uh, let's let me paint a scenario. Let's say that someone's like, you know, we're doing OK. I think that, you know, if we were to be intentional, we could potentially come up with maybe, you know, 30, 40, 50 thousand dollars a year that we would love to put someplace. What would be a good um what would be potentially a good, I mean, I would, I would imagine there's a lot more questions, but what might be a good strategy for someone in that situation? All right. I'm going to share a couple and I'm going to do a caveat first and say, I'm not giving you investing advice. I'm not telling you to invest anywhere. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Some sound yeah. ideas that you can explore. So one of the things, you know, 30 to 50,000, obviously, if you live in a place like California, you know, you're likely not going to be able to find a property unless it's the old lady next door that really just loves you and wants to give you a deal or do some kind of a finance opportunity with you. Chances are you're going to need to go to another state where prices are lower. So you go to a place, let's say in Georgia and a suburb of Georgia, not Atlanta, of course, which is also um, a bit higher or Ohio or places in Florida and uh, Texas. And you can find a, uh, an inexpensive property. And that can give you um, a chance to kind of get in and buy your first deal, right? Um, another thing you can do is you can find opportunities. Let's say you want to get into your first house. You can get into these low loans, these FHA loans, where there's government uh, opportunities that support people buying their first house. And you generally only need to put 3% down. So 3% down, now we're talking 30 to 50,000 can go a very long way. Now, let's say you're thinking, you know what, I don't have the time, I don't want to deal with this, I don't, I don't want to manage it, I don't want to know anything about this. So then you have to look at passive deals. Now, a lot of the opportunities that I'm in, they're accredited investors only, which means you have to make 200000 uh, as an individual, 300 as a couple, or have a million dollar network. That's an SEC rule. It's not my rule. Now, funds are, are established in different ways. So some of them say you can be a sophisticated investor, which means you do not need to be accredited, accredited but just have some knowledge. And um, and and there there are others where uh, where they have lower minimums because sometimes the minimums are 
50, 100,000 to get into different kinds of deals, not just multifamily, there's all kinds of opportunities. So um, another, another way that you could go would be to explore, find these opportunities and uh, vet the sponsors. The sponsors are the people running the deals and get into one of those. And then of course, there's also big platforms like Fundrise that have started up where you can also explore those kinds of opportunities. So those are a couple ways that you could go. Uh, the other thing is to find partners. So let's say you only have 30 to 50, but Josh has 30 to 50, I have 30 to 50. Now all of a sudden we've got a little bit of a pool of money here. So we can establish an LLC together and we can buy something together. So then we have uh, more choices. So there's all kinds of ways. These are just a few ways that are pretty simple to get started. All right. Uh, and so for the, uh, the future Padawans that are listening right now, they're like, okay, you have my attention. How do I work with you, Tamar? <laughs> okay, great. So you can go to my website, wealthbuildingconcierge.com. And I have uh, two, well, actually three ways. I work a very limited one-to-one -one because I just don't have the time. And as you yeah. know, as businesses grow, our time is more and more valuable and it's harder to do that one-on-one -on -one work. Uh, then I have a group coaching program, which is for established professionals that uh, women that want to learn real estate and get into the wealth building mindset. So it's not just, remember when we start buying real estate, we also need to be in a space where we are uh, understanding that we're unleashing opportunities for ourselves to grow wealth, to get closer to our finances, to understand more. It's very different than just giving your money to a financial advisor and calling it a day. So uh, there's, there's that. And, um, and then there's also my high level mastermind, which is for um, seven and eight figure women that mm. are, uh, that are looking to uh, level up. It's not just real estate. We strategize over, over um, business, uh, businesses and growing and goal setting and, and uh, really looking at different opportunities inside of that. There are, of course, uh, deals to um, invest in real estate, and we do work on that a bit. So, um, so it's kind of a mix. So those are those are some different opportunities, and uh... yeah. So the website tomorrow is wealth building concierge.com. One thing that I like is right up front here, there's a free quiz. What kind of real estate investor are you? Which I suspect, you know, uh, there's a, you know, infinite number of scenarios and that might help start bringing a little bit of clarity in terms of like, okay, here's your unique situation. Here's probably the best options that this very, very cool. Again, wealth building concierge, uh, Tamar Hermes, I want to say thank you so much. And forgive me if I just mispronounce your name in any way. I know you're good. Also, okay. I'll give a little tip that will make yeah, it. Yeah, please. Anyone wants to take the quiz, you can literally go to tamarquiz.com. Or if you want to get the book, you can go to tamarbook.com. I try to streamline. When you go to tamarbook.com, also, there's various gifts that you can get. There's a toolkit uh, to help you on your real estate investing journey. There's all kinds of things to support you that that also are free so you can start exploring if you aren't ready to make a financial commitment tamar hermes thank you so much for joining us again wealthbuildingconcierge.com thanks tamar thanks for having me josh
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week. You are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.